0: Hello, happy Sunday everybody. It's been a long time since I've made a podcast and there is a significant reason for that. But firstly I just wanted to welcome everyone back, welcome myself back. I felt a bit nervous about recording something again but now I've got a better clarity. Um, I'm going to do more. I'm not going to give you time scales because I realize that when I give a time scale it um it I always like I always let myself down so if I just like say I'm going to be back and I do mean so I've got some ideas that I want to do um and we'll go from there so today there's a reason I'm recording today it marks the one year since my best friend died Of cancer. Some of you will remember that. um, I did do a video. video? I'm not on video. I did do a podcast episode. um, About her. And asking her to get up and walk. And obviously months after that she died. um, After a real struggle with cancer. And ironically it wasn't the cancer that got her. It never usually is. So because of that um i know that this year the last 12 months gone have been really chaotic and really hard the way i've grieved has been really difficult and taken me by surprise so i want to be honest i know i've mentioned before that about honesty about grief but i really want to be honest this has floored me and um because it's just flawed me like that, I wasn't really prepared to take it on. I thought I understood grief because I've grieved a lot. I lost my dad at eighteen, you know that's kind of set me up to be prepared for grief. But this grief with this person was just so what do we do about that? Not a lot I, um at first, I was really, really, just really sad. I've never stopped being sad, but I was really sad. And then anyone who tried to get gossip out of me, just, I basically had to go out. And people did try and get gossip out of me within seconds. If I didn't know that she wasn't going to make it. And... In a really selfish way, actually. Like, no... I realised that... I think at the time, I was really mad because people were not considering the fact that this was someone... Not just Dave I saw down the pub. This was someone who was, was... I was extremely close. And everybody that had contacted me knew that. But they just wanted to know things without, you know, bothering her family. But not considering that me and her were also family. So that was that... I don't think I've really spoken to those people since. And I'm not sorry about the way I reacted at all, because people can be really selfish. Um, and then I kind of just took myself away from everybody. I remember not long after her funeral, um, was not I had lots of trouble from someone on, on Instagram who as a tarot reader and all of that stuff um, The iron, that ironically she knew what I'd been going through because she'd found her, it was really weird but she'd found her account and was following it it was a bit all too familiar if that makes sense then I had all that stuff being accused of not being black enough by someone who isn't black at all <laughs> or no that's what that's, she said black people don't have culture but in the uk it's a completely different well no in the us it's a different um thing of course i do but in the uk we s- it's race and stuff is different i think i'm going to change my podcast a lot as well um and make it i want to structure it differently but that's by the by <laughs> that's just me telling you i want to do that um Yes, yeah, so I went through all of that, which made me even worse about people. And then for a long time I've been really bad about people and negative about making friends, negative about um people I know about how fake a lot of people are. Also, when I was at um Kat's funeral, um someone who I'd booted out of my life really did behave in an inappropriate way. And kept walking past me a lot. And then when I left, they the way that the, the drive works out of the pier is it does an immediate 180 almost. So you, you have to like really spin round it and, and go up. They decided to stand on that corner bit. Apparently on their phone, but no one else was there. Like it was really weird. And I still haven't spoken to that person since, although they did try and get my mum to give them my email address, which is really weird. I think if you have, if you know that someone is so offended, they will not speak to you at all, then maybe knock on their door, write a letter, put it through, speak to them properly like that. But that's separate. But So I had that to deal with at my best friend's funeral. And, I, you know, thanks to that person for not considering the fact that I was going through a lot and putting themselves... Um, above that situation and you know applying pressure like that like thanks to that person it just makes me just dis- understand that I was right not to have you in my life anymore so with love it as well <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah I went through all of that all the subsequent things since you know where I've just literally just exited out of lots of people's lives at one point I shut my Facebook down I don't want to ever shut my Facebook down because it's a connection I had with her um, from the the beginning of Facebook. So I'll never, ever shut it down properly. But I don't really post it there anymore. Um, I um, deactivated it and then I came back. But now I use it just as a browser. All of this stuff has really changed the way I think about the internet and how I talk to people. And I guess what I'm trying to get with this, all this stuff that I've gone through as a person, and the days where I'm just too sad to talk about her, but things are getting better in a way, you know. Um, So, yeah, there is a point to my ramblings anyway. So I went through all of that and then I realised that I miss people. And very slowly, very slowly, you know, reaching out to different people. Finding out how people are, wishing them a happy birthday. You know, I messaged somebody yesterday who I thought probably hated me because I hadn't been involved in their life, just to say happy birthday. I see the sun's out for you. Um have a b be- have a lovely birthday, beautiful. And they messaged me back and I was so taken back because they didn't the message didn't reflect what I thought they might think about me. It was high my beautiful big sister um thank you so much I miss your face and then it made me realize how much I you know obviously I miss them but it made me help, realize how much I really have exited out of, of a lot of people's lives I promised myself I would not cry on this this bloody podcast <laughs> So I've come through that part where I couldn't even... At one point, couldn't even talk about Kath. Um, But now I'm at that point where I feel better to talk about her. Like, I don't want her memory to ever go. Um, I really want a big shout-out, by the way, to her husband, um, Greg. He doesn't know this, but... When um, she was really, really ill... You know, just the the musings that best friends have and... um, I um made a promise to her and him but he wasn't there. Made a promise that I would always look out for him um and the boys. He would always have a friend in me. And I've had a I was really lucky like to um spend some time with him, just him and the, the boys. Um when I went to Cornwall with my husband. I think I've got Burp coming by the way. That's why my voice kind of sounds weird, because I'm trying to avoid it. <laughs> um, yeah, I made a promise to him, but he didn't know. And I've got to spend some time with him and the boys on my own. And I realised that, one, I'm so glad to, like that I'm um, treating him almost like her now <laughs> not in um like a weird way but I know I can call him. I know if he ever needs anything, like all he has to do is call me. Um I can have frank conversations with him, honest conversations and I love spending time with him. But I got to spend the time with her boys and <laughs> obviously it's lovely to see bits of her in them. Um but the youngest one is just sometimes so much like her that it was, I hadn't seen for a while because obviously they live quite far away. And then he just does not fucking stop talking. And he has her mannerisms in that way. And it was just like, (laughs) I was just for a couple of days, just like mind blown about him being like that. And (laughs) so I just really, really am grateful for the time that I spent with them and the times I will spend with them, and I made my promise to Kath, and I'll never, never not do that for him, I always, and I said to, at this lovely moment with the, the eldest one on the beach, we were just sitting down, we were waiting for the lads to get back from the um, cave, and because uh, he didn't want to go to the cave, and I didn't want to go to the cave, but he was doing June stuff, and we just just had a chat, and I just said like, how are you and he was like yeah i'm alright. i just just ended up saying to him look if you ever need a place like you always have a place at my place wherever i am you will always be welcome so um i look forward to in the future spending more time with them um and yeah that is something i'm definitely not going to stop and it was really nice to see my husband and him just meditating together and you know having that time that he needs. I'm so proud of them. If they ever hear this, I'm so proud of you for, you know, living. And I realised that my grief now has changed. It's gone from where I couldn't speak about her. At one point I couldn't even look at a photo of her. And it's gone to I want to look at photos of her. And I'm even considering sharing, like writing down stories from when we were teenagers, so that his, um, her sons can read them when they're bigger. Some of the funny ones, because she was so funny. And the light she used to tell people some big old lies when we were teenagers, <laughs> and in our twenties as well. Um, well, she actually she never stopped doing that, but the lies got different. But she was when we were like young and free, her lies were hilarious um, and then I I now feel like I just want to celebrate her every day oh that's what happened so we had this um, gig for her last week it was a charity gig in her honour and it was like back to back rock bands um it was amazing and Greg's band was there it was amazing and I didn't get to see all of it because um we had to get back to Northampton but I had some really wonderful chats with different people in her life some I already knew um but there was one person I spoke to who was her other uh, bestie and I had this really just this random chat with her and got to know her and it was so easy and I realised that and I, I I said to her like, "I want like let's um, link up on social media and whatever," and I want to see her when I get back because to be to to get to know her was just so easy. And I said to my mum after I said it was really easy to talk to her friends because they're her friends, and she would never have chosen people who were not um, decent in any way. She just wouldn't. So. It it was almost I don't know, like talking. Whenever I spoke to people that were friends of her, or family, obviously in some way, sometimes it's like talking to her. And I'm so proud of her for having so many people that loved her, so so proud. If we could all live our lives like that, where people are proud to know us and say goodbye to us, then we've done our job in this world. Grief is a funny thing, isn't it? It makes us behave in in just so many different ways. And I think of it as riding, like literally riding a wave. Greg is a surfer. And I think of it like surfing. Like Sometimes you're going to get those those waters that are still and harder to, to get a wave on. And then sometimes you're going to have those fucking massive waves that are going to take you over. But all the time, you're going to come back to the shore. So, I just want to say, like, dedicate this whole day to my best friend. She used to love my podcast. And I'm going to keep this episode, just, like, totally short and sweet. But I'm so happy that I had her in my life. And I'm so... I'm never going to forget her. I'm always going to talk about her. And <clears throat> I want you all, if you've got somebody who you love as much as I love that that woman, um you know, give them a text, give him a hug. Life is very short, and it's going by every day, and we have to make the most of it. So, this is my the end of my episode of grief and how I've personally been not dealing and dealing with it. <laughs> um, and in there, I hope that there, if you are grieving, just understand that what you do to. Help yourself get through is obviously what you need to do. Try not to self medicate. That's one thing as well. I am literally, I literally don't drink really. I did when I was away for a couple of days, but it was like literally one beer or two beers. But now I haven't been drunk for, I haven't been drunk for way, way over a year now. Um, not that I had a drinking problem because I'm not a big drinker anyway, but i oh no, did we go out? I can't remember. But I've not not been like that. It just isn't, I don't know. I found it really hard to navigate my grief if I'm drunk. Really, really difficult. So. But you do what you've got to do to get through. Because at some point, you will see the other side. I thought I would never stop feeling that pain. I do feel that pain. But I can live with it a little little bit easier now. And I still can't believe a whole year has gone by. A whole year. But it seems like I only saw her yesterday. But yeah, all your tears are valid. Do what you have to do. Play the music, eat the food, remember the people. Remember them. And I'll be checking in with a different podcast um, soon I just need to write down what episodes I want but I realise I can't stop living because I almost did and you can't stop doing that guys um, so Catherine Bumbruff or Catherine O'Brien depending on how you met her you were such a fucking person and I will never forget you you were my best friend I feel so lucky to have had you and i will keep living today's for you so today in kathy's honor i'm drinking cup of tea we always used to have our tea the same i've never changed and i'm going to watch from father ted i'm going to watch the episode chirpy burpy cheap sheep because it was kind of our collective fave (laughs) (laughs) oh